You're the guy people call when they need a helping hand, moving furniture, unloading a truck. But lately, your shoulder's been acting up, and you're the one who's calling for help. And that's the moment you realize you can no longer shoulder the load. The Joint and Spine Center is Cincinnati's leading destination for orthopedic care with a range of surgical and non-surgical treatments. So when a moment has the power to change the rest of your life, go to the one place with the power to change it for the better, the Christ Hospital Health Network. This changes everything. I want to lose weight, but I don't know how to get started. What should I meal prep every week? How do I get those sweet booty gains? Inspiration for your healthy lifestyle. You can pound this. The Pound This Podcast with Amanda Valentine. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pound This Podcast. I am Amanda Valentine, and my guest today is Chris from Fitnex. What's going on, Chris? How's it going, Amanda? Good. So to give you a little bit of a background, well, how many gyms do you own in Cincinnati now? Right now, I'm at two, uh, one in downtown and one out in Montgomery. All right. How long have you been running that? 11 years. Dang. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been going what for about what two and a half years now. Yes, that you've been having to like put up with me. <laughs> so do you have a lot of clients that kind of are like stay long term like years, or do you see a lot of people come in like New Year's like buff me up and then kind of bounce out? Uh, probably a little bit of both. Uh, we do have our clients that stick with us for years. Um, just with the format, it's almost like a group community format. But then we also have the weekend warriors or the people that come in in the New Year's time and. They want to get buff, like you say, or they have specific goals to reach right before then, and they kind of cut out after that. But yeah, so give me give me your whole backstory. How did you you know come to be a gym owner? <laughs> a gym owner. Well, I will say I always knew that I I didn't want to work for other people. I mean that sounds kind of bad, but I think <laughs> I most people would love to be their that. own boss. So, <laughs> so, you know, working in the industry after graduating, I worked in a big name gym for a while. And I always saw that my superiors were actually getting more money, but I was doing all the work. Yeah. So finally I decided I'm going to give myself a time frame to actually start a business and gave myself a time frame. I ended up starting out training in my apartment at the time. And Long story short, outgrew the apartment and opened up my first gym in OTR at the time, which was considered the worst place to live in America. Uh, but I was excited because when I opened up in OTR, I was this small business that had Beamers and Lexuses pulling up outside of their business in OTR. And I'm like, hey, you must be doing something right. Yeah. And uh, after that, kind of got a big contract with a big name uh uh, company and had to move to a bigger location and then we just started opening up more locations after that so awesome that's how we got going so uh how did you settle on the the style that you do at fitnext which tends to be what how would you would you say like tabata style high intensity uh, interval training it's the, there's an aspect to it there's the tabata the high intensity but it's typically tailored toward what it is you want to focus on. But, yes, part of the the hit training that we do, we do do a, uh, some aspect of that with uh, the timer um, or, you know, traditional lifts, so to speak. But 
would you? I forget what you asked. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I just basically, I, like, how did you land on that? Because what you think most people, if they're a personal trainer uh-huh. or you're going to open up a gym, you kind of think of like a box gym or just kind of like, you know, standing next to somebody and helping them, you know, lift weights and stuff like okay. that. Like, how, how did you decide that this was the, the avenue to pursue? The avenue, like, what I do, well, I, I guess I kind of have to talk about the structure of the gym first, uh, the group personal training aspect. Uh, with group personal training, the way it got started was my background was more as an aerobics instructor, and then I became a personal trainer. So I was used to dealing with multiple people at one time. So when I decided to start a group fitness uh, facility, a gym, I was thinking, how can I make personal training affordable to almost everyone, but still make in an hour what I want to make. So I was able to train up to three, four, five, now up to 12 people at a time efficiently and drop my rates down pretty low. And that's how it got started. It's just an idea of, you know, being in greater Cincinnati. You can't charge New York prices for personal training, so you have to make it affordable for everybody. Um, The format came into play. It really wasn't about starting a hit facility or a uh, Tabata facility, that was more along the lines of how can I push people aside from those traditional lifts, so to speak, you know, just going down, hitting some reps, you know, 10 reps, 12 reps, just depends on what your goals are. But the Tabata tends to push people a little bit more if they have that timed uh, aspect to the workouts. Um, So, I mean, that's kind of how we got started, so. Gotcha. Well, I know for me, um, the reason I started going, well, first you were down the street from where I lived at the time. Um, and so I would walk past Fit Next and be like, man, those people <laughs> in there are just kicking some ass. <laughs> like that looks like intense. Mm-hmm. And I would first I was like a little intimidated by it because I've always been a person that kind of like shied away from gyms and I've never really like had a gym membership that I like stuck to mm-hmm. other than Fit Next okay. is the first gym I ever like stuck awesome. to going to. And for me, what what I really liked is that you have the, the the personal training, like you said, but it's still like small group where you're not paying. Like some of these personal trainers, like the prices are insane for like yes. one session. I'm like, what am I going to get out of one session? <laughs> right, right. So that you're there to like yell at me if my form is wrong and to guide me in the right direction. But having like the timer and moving high intensity, just like you said, keeps you moving of like I'm right. not like just dinking around at a gym of like I don't know what to do next I guess I'll get on the elliptical and watch Food Network like <laughs> you have a goal you have a set amount of time of like keep it moving you get a lot accomplished in one hour and that's for me like it there was a game changer for, mm-hmm. for me and in my journey and my experience because having somebody there to motivate you and then having that just keep it moving yes don't like squirrel around and, you know, I've got great results um, when I, you know, kicked ass and I won that fitness competition nice. last year. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So do you see like do you see like for me, you know, where I stuck to it and I got some great results? Do you see a lot of people that come in that are, you know, kind of this the same way of just like, hey, I, I don't really know what to do in a gym setting. Help me out. Let's move through this. Or do you see a lot of people that are already kind of gym rats and want to come in and, and just kind of, you know, intensify it a little bit? What do you see more of? It's a combination of both. But I will say most of the people that seek out trainers are people that really don't know 
what they're doing. But then you have the people that know what they're doing. They just want to be told what to do because they don't want to think about it. Uh, but mostly I'd say the the demographics that we have are people that really don't know how to train and they want somebody to tell them what to do, make sure that they're doing things the right way. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, you know, where, where I am, where I was. So mm-hmm. I think that is super helpful because, Again, you go to like most box gyms, your only option is to just hire a trainer and then work with them for an hour and then you can, well, whatever, buy a package. It's just like such a more useful way to work out. And like, do you have, do you know like what the benefits are of doing that kind of workout versus just doing like lifts? Like, is it, you know, you, are you burning more fat? Are you any of that stuff? Uh, the high intensity training, um, Typically, with high-intensity training, you do burn more calories. And I typically tell people that do HIIT training, it's typically for general fitness. Uh, I wouldn't use HIIT training if I wanted to get bigger uh, or if I wanted to get stronger, so to speak. I would try to lift more traditionally. Yeah. But with the HIIT training, let's say, all right, I have a wedding coming up, all right, and I want to lose a certain amount of pounds before then. I'm not saying wait till the last minute to do it, but burning more calories with the cardiovascular training and the resistance training tends to be the way to go when it comes to uh, burning calories and leaning out, I should say. Yeah. So what do your workouts look like? I'm I'm more the traditional lifts. I get lazy when it comes to the Tabata sometimes (laughs) because you have to work. But um, no, I do Tabata training typically when I do total body workouts Um, because, again, um, my, my goal in a total body workout isn't to get bigger or it isn't to get stronger. I just want a general fitness aspect. I might want to lean out, burn some fat, but typically my workouts are more the traditional lifts. If I'm, if I'm trying to get bigger, I'll do anywhere between uh, eight to 12 reps. Or if I'm trying to get stronger, I'll do anywhere between four to eight reps, making sure that I'm struggling by the time I get to the end of my rep retention range. So uh, that's what I like to do. And, I, you know, I, I like to be outdoors a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I like uh, I like recreational sports, things like tennis, stuff like that. But okay. uh, but when it comes to the gym, I, I, I like to keep it basic. Do you work out in your own gym or do you go somewhere else? I tend to work out in my own gym. Uh, I used to have that time where I worked out at other places like uh, the bigger gyms, L.A. Fitness, places like that. But, you know, after a while, I just realized, well, number one, as a gym owner, how can you make your gym grow if you're spending your time in other people's gyms? So I needed to be in my gym as much as possible uh, coming up with different workouts, um, figuring out how the business should be ran better instead of going to other places. But you know, I still have other gym memberships. I just don't use them gotcha. <laughs> as much. So how do you like just dream up the workouts that you do? Because I mean, you, so whenever you work out at Fitnext, you have a tablet and a tablet is usually you or one of your other trainers like working, working you out and showing you through a workout. And that's all stuff that you like dream up. Do you see like this other <laughs> stuff like on Instagram or online? You know, and, or you it's just funny make it you say that dream because I do sleep with pen and a tablet next to me. And sometimes I just wake up like, oh, that's a cool movement. Let me write this down. I'll put it into a workout. <laughs> you even dream about working I do. out. I do. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. I swear it is. But um, as far as coming up with the workouts, I, tr- I believe I try not to look at other workouts because I've always had this issue with 
trying to be original. Yeah. Um, I don't want to look at something and then somebody say, oh, that's, you know, P90X workout. Yeah. I saw that P90X. No, I want you to always say, oh, that's a Chris workout or I did that at Fitnext. So, um, yeah, I it's just knowing what an individual's goals are. Like for you, for instance, even though we do make up the workouts, I when I come up with workouts, I have specific people in mind. And I'm thinking, all right, you know, these are Amanda's goals. Let me put this workout together. Or if somebody has an injury, I'll try to come up with a workout based around that person's injury so they could still have an efficient or an effective workout but not hurt themselves even more. Yeah, well, so. just like for me, what you know my goals are, and then I have a janky knee, <laughs> which changes things up too because then it's all this, you know, how do you still – work lower body right. while you're working around a busted up knee mm-hmm. and you know I can't imagine where you know you have so many members that come to fitnex of like you have to keep track of like everybody and their injuries and their goals I mean do you keep <laughs> notes on people like hairstylists do uh, you know what <laughs> me because I see and I talk to most people I a lot of it's mentally I keep it you know, internally, but we do keep notes in our system. Uh, that way the trainers are on the same page. Uh, and I'm, I'm constantly, you know, updating them, making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So, so I have to ask, like, so you think of, you know, somebody really loves ice cream and they're like, ice cream's their passion. And they open up an ice cream shop and then they're like, I'm sick of eating ice cream. Like, I'm kind of over it now. Like, are you the same way? I mean, imagine, like, you I love working, working out. out. <laughs> no, you know what? I think any business owner, being in business, you know, personally for 11 years, there's come a time where, you know, it's it's been rough as far as having to get up and work. And there are times where you just don't feel like going in, but you realize that you've had a goal. You didn't want to work for somebody else and you started something and this is your passion. You love fitness. You might need to take a break from it for a bit, but you just get back into it. And that's what it is for me. Fitness has always been a part of my life. So, uh, and like I say, even though I, I needed to take a break from it, I know I need to get back into it. And that's how it is. So. <laughs> so what are your own fitness goals or have you met them? Just general fitness. I want to be healthy. And you know what? Uh, like I say, in the winter, just like everybody else, you know, I hibernate. I probably pick up, you know, a little bit of fat. But when it gets warm out, you, you got to burn it off because you can't hide up under the clothes anymore. Uh, so my goals, like I say, I just I just want to be fit. I never aspire to be a bodybuilder. Um, when I get older, I want to be able to you know, bend down and touch my toes. I want to be flexible, things like that. Uh, I don't have the goals to have the biggest pecs or be the strongest person in the world. And so I'm just working on trying to be healthy for when I get older. Yeah, I think that's the best goal for everybody is just, you know, the health and wellness of just be like fit Mm -hmm. and think long term. And a six pack, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that. (laughs) Yeah, but you like can't hold that all year though, unless you're like genetically gifted. Is there a way, I mean, be honest with me, is there a way for a guy or a girl to like rock a six pack and actually just hold on? Isn't that like you're going to have to hold this? Well, it's possible, but your eating is going to have to be so strict to the point where you're probably going to be miserable if you're going to hold that all year so uh yeah a lot of it has to do with the genetic aspect of uh you know anatomy yeah but most people like i say when it's colder out they tend to wear baggier clothes so no they don't mind putting on you know a few uh percentage uh points of fat but then when it warms up 
tend to take it off. Well, it seems like it would just like burn up your metabolism too. If you're trying <laughs> to like eat such low calories and keep such low body fat, especially if you're not genetically gifted, like someone like me that has to like really fight to mm-hmm. like, you know, to try to stay lean, then it just seems like you would just burn your body out by trying to rock a six pack all the yeah, time. Definitely. I mean, like in, in my model, when it comes to, to fitness training is it's all about moderation. You don't want to take everything out of your diet that's bad for you that you like to do. Just moderate it, you know, cut back on it. And because the thing is, and I don't know if you've had that issue, if you cut it out of your diet completely, you're probably going to end up craving it. And when you put it back into your diet, like that ice cream, you're going to overdo it. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to go back to square one. Mm-hmm. So why not? This is most like a, a good case is people drink. You know, they like to consume alcohol. I don't tell you not to drink. I tell you to moderate your drinking habits because, again, if you cut it all out and on the weekends put in six, seven, eight, nine beers, you just ruin everything you did throughout the week. Yeah. So why not have one or two and spread those calories out instead of having a bunch at one time? So how do you deal with this? Um, be as honest as you can, I guess, <laughs> of where, you know, you have people that come to you, obviously, and are like, hey, these are my goals. I want to lose weight. I want to tone up. I want to lean out and all this other stuff. But then you know that they're still like eating like garbage or going out and getting drunk and hitting up Waffle House and they're doing <laughs> those things. And, but and they're coming in still like like frustrated, like I'm not reaching my goals. Do you have to just be like honest with them? Be like, yo, you got to oh, knock this absolutely. out. Absolutely. If you could, I'm silently rolling my eyes at this question right <laughs> now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, you, as a trainer, you have to know that number one, you can't treat everybody <clears throat> the same way. Uh, and I don't know what someone may be experiencing in their life. All right. Um, I used to be that trainer that used to yell all the time at clients and either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. So I'm not going to yell, but I'm going to coach you through it. What I'm getting at is you just have to keep reiterating. Um, Always, I tend to not give negative feedback. I always try to give, stay positive, even though I know Someone isn't telling me the truth. And I always let the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, Someone may tell me that they're sticking to their diet. But, you know, when I take your measurements again, uh, circumference measurements, body fat percentage, and things change, I know you've been working out because you've been in the gym. So what's different? What do you need to change? It must be the diet. And that's typically what it is. So do I get frustrated? Sure. But I don't get frustrated to the point where I'm losing sleep. Oh, yeah. Because... Again, it's up to you to do it. And, like, again, all you have to do is uh, follow the format and you'll get the results that you're after. See, I feel like I would get so frustrated because I feel like they would blame you. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, They're like, well, it's not working. It, try being in it for 11 years. After a while, you just you can't let it bother you yeah. as much. When I first got started in a business, yes, I used to take it personally when people showed up for appointment late, uh, when they didn't get the results that they were after or – when they're not in the session working as hard as I know that they could work. But again, something could have happened throughout the day where they're just having a bad day. So I just back off a little bit or, you know, maybe something, uh, uh, a tragedy where they're just not eating the right way. So I can't make someone feel bad. I'm past that. I don't like to make people feel bad about the things that they do. All I do is keep reiterating how they should be eating 
and hopefully that they will finally see this is what they need to do in order to get the results that they're after. Well, since I have been going to your gym for over two years now, and so has Jesse, my <laughs> co-host in V105, I want to ask you who is more of a badass, <laughs> and we'll get that answer right after this. <laughs> All right, so you've been seeing me and Jesse work out for over two years. Who's who's more of a badass? <sighs> you know, uh, you know. To be honest, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna have to give it up to you, Amanda. Yeah, I, I really. Or is it just because Jesse's not in the no, room? No, no. I mean, <laughs> Jesse is a really hard worker, and I, I give it up to him. But I've seen how your workouts, and I've seen the results that you've gotten, and I, I would definitely have to. Give it up to you. And you won a competition. So. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all. Well, and that was, I mean, that was awesome because it was, I I feel like stuff like that is super motivating, which I think that, you know, when people do their like, quote unquote, biggest loser stuff at work, or there's a, a, some sort of competition. Like, I don't know if you've heard of diet bet. Like a lot of people do that where mm-hmm. it's like kind of you're like betting money that oh, you're yeah, going yeah. to <laughs> uh, lose weight. If like, would people have those like small term super motivator is like you can really pump the gas on it oh absolutely and, but i think that and that's what we did it was a three-month competition uh-huh. to see who overall could lose the most body fat percentage tone up lose weight hit your goals in those three months and um i obviously went hard those three months <laughs> and um and but i the trick is is when the stuff is that stuff is over is how do you continue because absolutely. i feel like and I've been a victim of this myself multiple times of, you know, especially that's how like dieting is or if somebody has a, you know, 90 day workout challenge or whatever that the moment it's over, you bounce on it and you don't take any of that away and continue it mm-hmm. into your regular life. And I mean, do you see that a lot? I see it a lot. And what I say is the moment something like that is over right after that, you need to reset some new goals. That way you can kind of stick with the results that you've gotten. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's all about goal setting. Set smaller goals. You've, you've reached the three-month long-term goal. All right, so what am I going to do next? And if you don't do that, that's when you tend to slide back into your old patterns. Yeah. So so do you think it's a better goal to focus on things like I can lift this heavier weight or body fat percentage as opposed to, like, this number on the scale? You know, it, it depends on what your goals are. Um, some people... I, I, I tell them not to focus on the number on the scale, but some people really need to see that number. Yeah. And if that's what motivates you, sure. But as long as it's a healthy motivating factor. Uh, but I tend to like to go off a of body fat percentage um, and, you know, the strength gains that you get. Uh, I did an extra rep with, you know, uh, 50 pounds on the bar versus nine. I did 10 today. And yeah. that, that could be a game changer for certain people. Mm-hmm. So. So what do you have to say to the people? I mean, do you hear a lot from women? Like, I don't want to lift weights. I don't want to get bulky. Like, is that, I mean, I mean, it's common if you think about like, you know, seeing stuff on the internet, but is that common in like real life, like in your gym? That's like the number one thing I get when it comes to women lifting is I don't want to get bulky. And you have to realize that you don't produce enough testosterone to look like China doll from WWF back in the day, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, because your bodies just don't produce enough testosterone. So don't be afraid to pick up heavier weights. Sure, you might see some definition popping out that you haven't seen before, but you're not going to wake up and look like a guy the next morning, I promise. So 
like to answer your question, I do get that question, and they don't want to look like that. But after a while, women realize that you know lifting weights it's a good combination to do resistance training and not just cardiovascular training, which I see a lot of women falling into that path as far as I'm going to do mainly cardio and no lifting. Cardio, it'll, yeah, it'll help you burn fat, but when you finish your cardio bout, you're going to stop burning fat. Weight training, yes, you're going to burn fat, but when you finish weight training, your body's still going to be burning fat. So a combination of the two. Is best. So if you go in and your an initial goals, like I come into Fit Next and my initial goal is just to lose weight, but a lot of, you know, your workouts include weight lifting. So in that first month, am I going to gain muscle where I, you know, that I'm actually going to see the numbers go up on the scale, but my body fat percentage going down? Because I feel like that scares a lot of people away too of like, I just want my weight to go down, mm-hmm. but I'm not accounting for you know, maybe gaining a little muscle weight you, you bring up a good point, which is why I try to get people not to pay attention to the scale because it is possible that you've lost body fat percentage, but you gained weight and your weight actually went up. But you're healthier because yeah. you've lost the fat. So don't get so stuck on the number on a scale. But so whenever somebody comes in for like an initial consultation, then you'll just do body fat percentage right out the gate. Yeah, we do body fat percentage. We still do the weight check because there are some people, you know, someone, let's say if they're morbidly obese. Yeah, you want to get your weight down for uh, joint issues, things like that. So we want to look at the weight, but it's not the deciding factor. And also it's how you feel, you know. Yeah. Uh, do you feel healthy? Um, are you getting better sleep because you've been working out? You know, your moods, are you feeling happier? Things like that. So those are different uh, factors that I like to bring into play and tell people to think about. So if somebody's in Cincinnati and they're like, man, I want to go work out at FitNext, what do they need to do? How do they contact you, et cetera? Oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a website, www.cincyfitnext.com or um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Fitnext, you could track us down that way. Um, yeah, we're pretty easy to track down and trying to think of any other avenues, but those are the best ways to track us down. Yeah, I mean, you're downtown on Sycamore and then you're yes. in Montgomery. I've not been to the Montgomery location, but I know Jesse goes yes. there. Um, free parking at that location. Oh, see, the free parking park scores. at the meters downtown. <laughs> well, there's the free parking on the weekends downtown, though, at that uh, yeah, true. parking lot across the street. At a certain time. Oh, yeah, at the parking lot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. but not the meters, though. No, the meters are still ticketed <laughs> <laughs> downtown on the weekends. Yeah. So, uh, cincyfitnext.com, cincy with a Y. Yes. Um, so, go check out Chris. And then, what's your Instagram handle? Insta- uh, fitnextcs. All righty. Cool. Well, thank you for coming in. And I'm glad that you said that I'm more of a badass than Jesse. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pound This Podcast. Uh, it would be awesome if you could give me a five-star review. If you are listening on iTunes or write a review, that'd be super badass. If you would want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at You Can Pound This, and I'll catch you later.